Hi, Tribe. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Versavia. And you're listening to Objectively Typed, a podcast where we explore the objective personality system. Today, we will be typing Lauren Hill, L Boogie, for our typing. Yeah, for, for folks who, uh, who might not know Lauren Hill, <laughs> she, was, she was this artist in the 90s, part of the Fugees, um, this really fantastic R&B group. And um, for Evelyn and myself, we kind of grew up with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a 90s kid, uh, you know, born in the early 80s, but... <laughs> I asked my cousin, who's only three years younger than me, if he knew who Lauren Hill was. And he's like, no, who's that? I'm like, oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, in my mind, it was like, she needs no introduction. Let's jump right in. But yeah, no, she she um, yeah was with the Fugees, which was a hip hop uh, group in the, I guess, in the 90s, maybe even late 80s with the Fugees. I'm not sure. No, no, they were in high school in the late 80s. She's born in 75 and they formed in the um, and when they were in high school, it was Wyclef, Pross and Lauren. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was like 19 years old or something like when that. When she broke. Yeah, she's like, oh, man crazy early, crazy young. Let me just finish out a little bit of Lauren, or at least, you know, how I really started to to get in, to really love Lauren Hill, if you will, was when she came out with the miseducation of Lauren Hill, um, which I believe that was in the 90s. That one was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, it was. And that was like the first or the most Grammy as a woman, like she took, she just like swooped the Grammys with that record. And it's a record that even like, like even today, like more, I guess, recent artists like Nicki Minaj would love the opportunity to work with Lauren, even though she's not as active as she used to be. Yeah, I remember. And that's why I was a little bit unclear on the timing, because uh, I have a brother who's quite a bit older than me. He's 12 years older than me. And I remember stealing his CD for the miseducation of Lauren Hill <laughs> and listening to it and just loving, loving it, loving it, loving it. And uh, and I, I think I never gave him the CD back. I, I should... I should ask him, like, hey, do you have your miseducation CD or did I steal it and it never made his way back? <laughs> um, it's really funny how how that was. Um, and so I loved I loved the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. And then I went to college and she kind of d- dropped off. And then I remember I had a coworker. We used to I used to work at um, at a dorm front desk, actually, like the midnight shift. And so there would there'd be two of us at the desk. And there was a guy who had the Unplugged album, the, oh. the the later one. Yeah. And so he introduced me to that. And I was like, whoa, Lauren, uh-oh. Like, <laughs> something was a little bit, it wasn't as, you know, put together. But that song, um, All Falls Down, that Kanye then sampled for when when his stuff came out. So a lot of people knew about that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sing on this, but it's, <laughs> it's the one where it's like you know it all falls down, and then he sampled that. So a lot of people know just that little like cut of it. But I heard the whole the whole song. It's almost a spoken word piece in a guitar, and it's it's very different from the Miseducation. Yeah. Um. So that's when it was like, whoa, she has really kind of changed. And then you start kind of like then she kind of went you know quiet for a while then you know more recently started hearing stories about her always showing up late to her concerts and getting into altercations with fans and a lot of just what happened to Lauren so it was interesting so this is what made me kind of pick her was because she had been on this like high at a really young age and it and then she went quiet 
and now we're starting to hear it's like she doesn't quite seem as put together as she was when she was 20, you know? Yeah, which is kind of like the opposite of most people, which is what makes her so interesting. Yes. Yeah. So. And she like, I remember when I came across this, I was just like shocked. There's a video of her when she was 13 years old. She competed on like the equivalent of like American Idol for the day with some kind of like live talent show or something like that. And she's like, she's doing a great job because she's got some pipes on her and the crowd boos her off stage. Oh, wow. I have not seen that. Okay. And like, (laughs) and the reason that I think that they ended up booing her was because she wasn't singing into the mic. Oh, okay. But I mean, she's a 13 year old kid. She didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But despite something like that happening when you're 13 years old, she kept on keeping on. Like, nice. which is so incredible because by the time she was nineteen, twenty, she was like the Fuji's. Like everybody knew who the Fuji's were, and, and she was in Sister Act, which I think oh, is that's right. weird. I always forget about that. She was, she was in Sister, Sister Act, Act too. too. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> which was fantastic. I love that movie. Um, yeah, and I also learned very recently. So one of my favorite songs from the Fuji's is "Killing Me Softly." Yep, which. Is actually not one of their original songs. No. It's a cover of a song from the 70s, which I never... Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know. Because like when, <laughs> yeah. when I think Lauren, I I hear that intro from Killing Me Softly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on one to the time. typing. One time, yeah. one time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I want to hear what you are willing to commit to, if you okay. will. What am I mi- willing to commit to? I am willing to commit to Savior F.I. I.P., Okay. And consume sleep. I'm also, so the full type that I got for her, which was really interesting once I was done, was uh, my IP type twin. Okay. (laughs) I got double masculine F-I-S-E, consume sleep. And blast play, I was like, I'm not sure which one is activated, but both of those I saw as demons. Blaster play, okay. Yeah, I ended up with her as blast activated. Okay. But I'm not like hugely committed to that okay yeah so interesting i i also am willing to commit to double masculine i also agree with fi ip so savior fi decider Mm -hmm. where what i saw i think this is where we differ although i did have fi se as one of my top three guesses also but it, it was just so much nf talk that i couldn't I couldn't ignore it. So I so I agree with you that she's on the N-I-S-E um, spectrum. I went with F-I-N-I because that N-F was just like so strong. And even when I found older videos of her from her younger days, it was still a lot of N-F, N-F, N-F talk. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about this, though, because I totally can see the S-E. And I had F-I-S-E also as one of mine. But I ended up with, I'll say my my full sort of top type, if you will, um, was double masculine, F-I-N-I, sleep, blast, play, consume, last. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And which of the animals are you willing to cut on? Um, This was hard to, I, I agree with you on the sleep. I, I think she has blast. I don't think she's blast last. And then after that, I yeah, I could go back and forth on the consume or the play. Like I said, I actually two. So I had like three top types, and two out of the three were consume savior. So yeah, I could I could see sleep blast consume instead. I I went. We'll we'll probably talk more about it. I went with play because she seemed willing to get in and try things, but it wasn't. It didn't come strong to me either. You know what I mean? The, yeah. The reason I ended up with play last was only because I saw all the other animals very strongly. 
Yeah. And I, I saw play popping up here and there, but I didn't see it as strongly as I saw Consume Sleep and Blast. Yeah, I, I, could, I could relate to that. Like I said, I had, um, I had F-I-S-E as one of mine, but I had Consume play. I still had her play and blast together, I think, most times. Yeah. I do find it interesting, though. I think as far as the people that we've typed so far, like, there's a lot of things that we differ on, but we almost always, if not always, get the right functions in the stack. Not the right. Yeah. Well, the same. We agree. Agree on the the function stack. Yeah. Just the order and which is a savior and all of that differs. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's pat ourselves on the back for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you want to just start going through? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we both kind of relied on identity as her human need. Yeah. Well, and actually observer versus decider. You want to talk that a little bit? Yeah. This one. So I really, I, I went back to the checklist. Well, it's not that I've ever wandered away from the checklist, but I really, I remember when I was really stuck on observer decider, I was like, well, let me look at the checklist one more time at the, get the exact wording, the S, you know, get my sensory straight <laughs> on the, on the actual, what the checklist says. And so I went with decider because she seemed more stuck when it comes to self and tribe. That seemed to be, you know, I, I mean, this is this is a little bit terrible that we do this as part of this uh, OP stuff, but you try to find somebody in kind of a weak point, right? You try to find a, a freak out moment. Like, and so it was like, I did, you you can find on YouTube and different places, you know, her kind of freaking out, I'll say at fans, like she will, there was one where she showed up late to a show, a fan heckled her and she like, lost it and yeah like in our little doc i was like freak out um yep. so which is why i was like okay gotta make sure to watch that one we gotta watch that one you gotta watch them freak out which is terrible but at the same time it, it kind of helps when people have their guards down and you can kind of see where they lose it and so where she really seemed stuck was on her and the tribe like you get out of here I do this because i and she kept saying i do it this because i love it i do this yes, because i love it yes. and so that was like fi 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 and is, is what I kept hearing. Yeah, the, I, I wrote this down because of how like bam in your face it was. It was during one of the hecklers videos. I do this because I love it, not because I owe you anything. Exactly. And like what an IP thing. I agree. I didn't see anything that was very clearly observer or decider except how strong her IP was. Right. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. The other thing is I well, in just in general, I did see a lot of self above tribe with her. There was um I believe it was a Q&A or something like that when she was like 25 years old. And she and this was one where she was in a very calm state, like not a definitely not a freak out state. Like definitely very comfortable, very calm state. And she kept saying things like, I pray for people who don't understand me. And then at one point she said, it was very interesting because she said, you know, she's because she was learning. She was kind of becoming more sort of awake. Like She was talking about the Matrix and getting out of the Matrix and stuff. And she said, now she said, now I pray to be understood. Oops. No, I mean, I pray to understand not to be understood. And I was like, that was kind of a Freudian slip there <laughs> is a, yet again, you're like, I know who I am. I want the tribe to get me. And then the, she also comes from a lot of state of like, I can help the tribe. I can minister to you. Yes. Yes. Very much of that. Like, uh, what is the exact language they use? Prioritizes their personal values, reasons, then seeks, then seeks the spectrum of the, oh, they changed it. It used to be builds up the self so the tribe can be inspired. Yeah, that's the one I, w- I was looking at the old one. 
yeah. builds up the self so the tribe can be inspired. And yeah. that is yeah. very much what Lauren has been doing. Yes. Very much. Yes. So, yeah. So I saw that IP temperament at the, and initially I wasn't sure if she was just an observer with self above tribe or if she was, you know, an IP, but I ended up, the freak out is what really kicked me over. Cause I'm, you know, she wasn't having an observer freak out. That wasn't an observer freak out. That was a decider, you v me, me versus the tribe IP situation. So then we also, we, we disagreed on the gather versus organize. We both saw NI and SE, but we kind of disagreed which one is savior. Yeah. I, I'll say I was a little bit split. Like I said, in the, in the little opening here, so, and, it, and, it, and that makes sense, right? If she's a decider, her observers are going to be a little bit more balanced. Yeah. I went with NI because it seemed like, so when I look at, again, like I look back at the checklist, it says answers are found by going over the known facts slash concepts. So in this case, concepts, then gathering new facts later. Um, and so what I heard her say I heard a lot of like that NI building type of thing because I, I think it was in that same thing when she was 25. She talked about how after the miseducation, she tried, people were like, oh, you got to make a new album. You got to get back in the studio. So she just went right back in the studio. And she was like, but what I made wasn't good because I hadn't lived life. Basically, I didn't gather enough sensory to then make a good piece of art. So I saw the SE wanting to gather the sensory, but it seemed like it was in service of her known concepts. I also saw her you know, interview after interview going over the same known concepts over and over. But like I said, I, I was kind of split there. So I had F E S E or F I S E also is like a strong possibility. So I, I'm not, I'm not like hard over on it, if you will. You know, she did definitely, she did definitely gather the sensory. And she, like you pointed out, she's definitely a double observer. So she's more balanced with her N I and S E regardless. I went with SE because I was seeing so much demon and I and demon like don't control me bro going on. Absolutely. I saw I saw so much demon and I like so in my little in my little doc uh, I have like yes no and then question marks and I kept writing demon and I demon and I like <laughs> I saw it too but I was really torn because her and, and a part of that is the, you know, when we talk about the the letters, there's like nerdy talk, hippie talk. And so I heard a lot of hippie talk. So I was like, okay, is she NF? So I, I decided to go with the NF savior. But I totally hear you on the demon and I. I heard a lot of demon and I. So the thing that I, I wouldn't be surprised. So like I mentioned, I ended up, and this really surprised me, was that she was my IP twin. And if... The animals are the animals that I saw was consume sleep blast would mean that her NI is double activated. Um, and with sleep, one thing that you and I are in agreement on is that she's definitely save your sleep, which is where I think a lot of that NF talk is coming from. Mm-hmm. She's like she's she's got so much of that, like especially in some of her interviews that were like before she fell off the map, but like after miseducation, like during 2000-ish, during those interviews, like when she's got the Michelle Obama arms, which is like, oh my God, her arms are amazing. I know, her arms. Even my husband walked in and watched me. I was watching Lauren. Uh, he walked in, look at those arms. I was like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so in those interviews, I saw so much sleep 
energy and mm-hmm. so much like introversion and like I have this deep inner world of processing and all of that. So I think that one thing that we both had in our types is that her blast is after her sleep. So yeah, it's going to be after she NIFI'd things. Yeah. I think, like I said, I was, I, w- I went back and forth on that. I went back and forth and I just stuck with my NF because it just, there was so much. It's very strong. Yes. There was a, there was an interview that she did in, I think it was in Africa because they were asking her like, what was it like, you know, when you touched down on this continent for the first time and all this stuff. Oh yeah. And this, and this woman said to her, she was like, you know, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I really love your work, but your your newer stuff, I don't understand what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> you know? And that was like, yeah, because she only speaks in NF nowadays. Like, it's really hard to get what she's saying. And, and then it was also interesting because even, even like the older interviews, she's still, she is doing the NF talk, but she, she said like, but what I'm saying is very concrete, is very real. And it's like, well, not not really not in a sensory sense like you are still speaking metaphorically in her older work or in her new work in her in her younger stuff this was in the like miseducation and fuji i'll say no i'll say it was after miseducation it was in that uh when she was 25 years old i know she was 25 because she says in the interview i'm 25 years old so i'm not much older than than you guys yeah yeah yeah. so it was after miseducation the 2000 interview when she was talking to the class Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was speaking NF hippie, but she was saying what I'm saying is very concrete and real. And that's, by the way, that's where I was like, oh yeah, definitely masculine sensory. Because that's what we do. Like those of us who are masculine sensory, we talk about things as concrete weight. Things have a weight to them. And she definitely had that in her language and her body motions and the whole deal during one of the um uh during one of the hecklers videos when she freaks out at the tribe over her being late like you know the audience is like yeah why are you so late and she freaks out at them about it that concert was in the uk and she punches at the tribe so hard about saying well in the u.s and someone's like yeah but you're in the uk she's like let me finish my thought in the u.s (laughs) and she's like so i know where i am yeah Yes. And you know what was really interesting? One of the videos that you included was um, a video of her, and I don't remember who it was, a couple other, um, I think, rappers. And this was when she was was young. And they're all discussing, there was, I guess, something that this, like, went viral, viral for the day, Um, you know, considering it was late 90s. Right. A video of her talking about, I don't remember exactly what she said, but how, like, being, like, racist against white people or something like that, and there was a big drama around it. Yeah. And so there's this really interesting discussion among um, a couple of her peers um, discussing that, and it was, like, double masculine, kinesthetic, all around. Like, everybody in that. Exactly. Exactly. But, but And she was right there, too, you know? Like, she was able yep. to... Punching with them. She was going to get her point in. And that's why I was like, she she's not blast last you know what i mean i was like blast is somewhere and i ended up with sleep blast because it it felt like her blast often came out in a savior state like when she went in a savior state she diverted to blast you know what i mean like she was very comfortable going on and on in a savior state so yeah although that now i'm jumping but because <laughs> i lost track of where we are on the checklist but yeah so the the gather versus organize yeah so i guess what i'm saying is i can totally see how you would get se yeah and i can see the ni because she definitely has the like um but oh yeah 
like you were saying, the, the demon and I that you were seeing, I was also seeing a lot of that, especially when she talks about going solo and how the reason she went solo was never like an intentional decision. It was just I needed freedom. The other aspect of Demon and I that I, I also was picking up was um, these big concepts were a demon, these big ideas of like, you know, racism and um, the Matrix and... Yes, the Matrix one. Yeah, it's like, it's this idea that the man is trying to get you down kind of thing, um, which sometimes shows up for observers too. You know, so yeah. that's why I was a little bit like, wait, is this is this an observer thing or is this a demon and I thing? Yeah, there was also a um, which I, I have this written down that like this public persona held me hostage. And that just reminded me so much of the Candace class in terms of like someone else is taking my narrative and they're not allowed to do that because that's this like controlling abstract concept. I'm not going to let something else. I'm not going to let a label or um, my uh, like anything control me in that way. Right, right, right. <laughs> I actually, I have a quote from her, our enemies are not flesh and blood. I, yeah, I think I wrote that one down too. <laughs> Which might just be because she became more and more religious and that might be that. But it's also like Dave and Shannon often say is that like, there's a lot of very valid real things in the real world that are genuine problems, Right. But it's that we choose them to point to as the source of problems that makes it our demon. So the fact that that's what she chose to express. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down that exact same quote. Our enemies are not flesh and blood. And she also talked about uh, spiritual sandwiches. She said, "Our my mom ta- gave me spiritual sandwiches. The bread was encouragement oh, and yeah. love. The meat was correction. Yep. And I think that's another thing that, at least in my mind, pointed to self above tribe was the idea that like she needed to be corrected. Whereas like I do my thing and the tribe has to like push me into line. She kept, There was a lot of that, like this idea that like she needed to be corrected and how like god will will humble you and things like that and so to me that that just was like a self above tribe yeah thinking whereas like those of us that are tribe of self it's like i don't need to learn that i'm you know below <laughs> like i just am naturally that way like what's the big discovery for me is that i'm worthwhile it's like a it's an opposite thing whereas in hers it was like i i want to be up here and the world has to sort of push me and humble me and push yeah. me back down yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's gather and organize. Yeah, okay. And then, um, well, feeling versus thinking. (laughs) Feeling, yeah. It was pretty clear. Oh, God, so much feeling. So much feeling. So much F.I., so much of this is my, these are my values, these are my values, these are my values, these are my values. Yeah. Fuck the tribe. Yeah, she really hammered that. And I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, we both went with uh, double masculine, which would make her more feminine with the tribe. But I'm sorry, masculine with the tribe, excuse me. Yeah. Feminine with her own feelings and things. And so like I I it seemed like she was pretty strong on her feelings. So there was a moment where I was like, well, is she actually I guess MF, like M sensory, but F with the tribe, but I just wasn't seeing her being soft with the tribe. So even though it's her feelings, she's still gonna hammer on you. Yes, exactly. And I think that's what like for you and I, because we both have masculine TE, but we're both double deciders, so it's in the middle. Whereas for her, like I think of the Jennifer Aniston class where um, Jennifer Aniston is an FIIP and she's got that, but she's got demon masculine 
tribe yeah. as her last one and how she punches at the tribe to defend her FI. Yeah. Even though she's oozing FI. That would have been a good one for me to, to check out because I did have FISE as like a possibility. Oh, is she SE? I can't remember that part. Yeah, she's FM, FISE, Consume Play Blast. So it would have been a similar type to one of my one of my ones for Lauren. Right. It would have been very similar. And then sensing versus intuition. Yeah. She's got both and they're fairly well balanced. Yeah. What what made you go with sensing over intuition? I think it was just how much demon and I was seeing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's also admittedly uh, very much where my brain has been lately um, in terms of like ever since the Candace class and seeing the way that demon and I shows itself in my life, which is like... I'm just seeing it everywhere now and I'm realizing how much of, I would say, and I think this is one of the reasons why when I saw Lauren's type, I'm like, oh my God, she's almost my twin and oh my God, this makes so much sense (laughs) because um, I think the two biggest sources of my issues are tribe, not T-E, but tribe Mm -hmm. and um, demon N-I, not intuition, not control, but specifically and I as a demon. Right. And I was seeing a lot of that in her. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, these these sort of large um, unified concepts as a demon, if you will. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like um, yeah. this idea that like breaking stereotypes of whatever identity you hold, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm Jewish. I grew up Jewish. So breaking whatever Jewish stereotypes there are. So like, you know, there's the greedy stereotype. So like I am like try to be abundantly giving. Right. And specifically so that that idea, that concept doesn't control me. Yeah. And that's been like a theme throughout my life. And I was seeing elements of that in Lauren. But that might also very well be just confirmation bias happening because that's what I'm seeing right now. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did see some hints at demon sensory. And again, that might be confirmation bias for me because a lot of what I deal with is demon sensory, like we were talking about before we started recording. Yep. Um, I, I'm always, and so her, the being late thing, you know, cause when she, when they asked her when, well, when she's dealing with the hecklers, I'll say, and she was like, you want to know why I'm late? Because every day is a different day. Every day is a different day. And so to me, that was like, Oh, is S a demon for her? Like she can't deal with all the changing sensory all the time. And so is that what's causing her to be late? You know, that was one thing. Mm -hmm. But I think I went with intuition over sensing primarily because of the quote unquote hippie talk, you know, the seize the value in the abstract world. Which is so strong. Yeah, absolutely. You're totally right on that. Like, yeah, which is, I guess, kind of the next thing on the list was is like uh, popularity talk, nerdy talk, reporter talk, hippie talk. And that. Yeah. NF talk got like very strong. <laughs> yeah, as as she's gotten older, it's gotten stronger and stronger. Like I think it was there early on, but she's more and more kind of fallen into that. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, I'm not, I, I feel like it, I feel like there's a lesson there somewhere where it's like, you know, if you go too far into, so in, in my case, if I, if, if those are her saviors, it is kind of a case of like, if you go too far into your saviors, you can lose, you can lose the, the real world kind of thing where it's, it, it's not very much, so. it's not balanced, right? Cause she's gone so far NF that she's losing the S. And so she's the people, there are people who love her. I mean, she still has fans and they want to support her, but it's like, she's gone too far. Like there comes a point where you've like, 
you've left people behind you and you've kind of got to keep them keep them with you and sometimes losing that sensory that can happen yeah she's very much disconnected from her well that's the other thing that's interesting because she's double masculine and we agree on her function that means her function stack that means that her s e and t e are both masculine so she's got that same masculine extroverted world and feminine introverted world and like you pointed out it's like she's double doubled down on this introverted world that she has the nifi or fini rather and kind of like left the extra the the external world behind which is i almost said dangerous but i guess that might be a little extreme of a word (laughs) well yeah because she's an incredibly talented bright woman like the things that she was able to do by 20 are things that most people won't achieve in their life yeah so that nf hippie talk is fairly strong from her yeah um i did i did see a decent bit of sf though yeah yeah i saw a little bit of it too that's all. I didn't I didn't write down any SF specific quotes. I had one that was like, well, both SF and NF. I think it was in the same interview when she's talking about that like sandwich from her mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is the interview that she had at the college, I think, um, like right before she fell off the wagon. <laughs> yeah. And the quote I have is like, I don't mean to sound ethereal. It's very concrete. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, that yeah, that's I wrote that one down for uh, M sensory, you know, because it was like very concrete. This is very concrete. Yeah. It, but like, so what would grab my attention about that one is um, she was talking about like at that point she was she had a lot of NF hippie going on, but she's like, it's almost like she disrespects the NF. And then she's like, no, but it is SF. Like, SF is what I respect, so I'm trying to tell you that it's SF. That's true. That's a good point. Even though what I'm actually saying mm-hmm, is NF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying to turn turn the abstract into the sensory, if you will, because the sensory is what, yes. the sensory is what we all agree is uh, valid, right? You know, that's, yeah, right. Especially with her masculine sensory. Absolutely. And you and I with our masculine sensory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Then I think you and I kind of talked about this earlier, a little bit about her, how how much her faith and God has, um, well, what that has been in her life. And it's interesting to kind of like, yeah, where is that coming from in terms of her stack? Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think I saw it as NF savior because it was uh, valuing sort of the spiritual and the, you know, the less sort of sensory facts in your in your face but like you know depending on your because she definitely has strong fi so wherever her fi lies you know um that could be a sensory thing for her too you know it's 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 impossible to really say for sure in i think it was in that the recent one the i keep calling it the african interview just because like i have no other words for it because it was just like a little audio well it's an yeah but it was also in africa (laughs) but it was it it was very intimate, though. It kind of felt like it was just her and some people talking in a very small room and there was a guitar. You know, it was very cool. I, I really liked it. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like you were just a witness to an intimate moment. Yeah. and But that in that one, like when I contrast her with, say, like Joel Olstein, who they did in class, who was who took a very literal reading for his spirituality, it was like, look, I can't I can't control this. This is what's written down. 
you know, I love I love the people because he had FE, but his SI was making it hard for him to adjust. Where with her spirituality, I did see a little bit more willingness to kind of move and, and shift because they they were they were saying something. I think the lady asked her like, "Hey, I don't know much about Christianity. I don't know much about God." And Lauren started to say basically she had a personal relationship that it was a personal thing and that you don't have to follow sort of the strict rules of it as long as as long as you are on the path on the journey on the spiritual you know, it, I mean, it was definitely in a Christian context, but it was in a sort of a less SI fashion. So uh, that that was to me kind of interesting. This is the thing that like, when I saw her come back with the exact same functions that I have, um, didn't surprise me because when I was younger, and I was religious, I grew up, like I mentioned, I grew up Jewish, and I went to Jewish elementary school, I had bat mitzvah, the whole thing, and my Judaism was very important to me for a long time. Yeah, that's also very much how I articulated my faith, um, the way that Lauren did in terms of like, you know, like, like I didn't have uh, a lot of people have a conflict between mm-hmm. the uh, the creation uh, the first seven days and science and I was like well I mean it's not meant to be taken literal like you know it's just like sure and you can compare it to how the world create like came to be scientifically you can like map that onto it and like so it made sense in my head and it wasn't meant to be taken literally the way that i understood it right and so she could kind of she was movable she was movable there a little a little bit you know within the context of her of her tradition like she definitely seemed to have a little bit of flexibility so yeah yeah so that's where i also i mean we only briefly talked about organize versus gather but i i could see her gather if you will too you know to to me it it ended up being organized just because she went back to the same known concepts, but it wasn't like super, super in your face, like save your, save your organized kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's true. One thing that I found interesting is that so, she so often talks about being in service to God. And I find that there's, so I guess speaking from personal experience with masculine uh, demon TE, it's very hard, even though I have the uh, self as a, savior but because it's feminine anything that comes from another becomes this big immovable thing right yeah so if the thing that that other comes from is god then it can be this big immovable thing but you can still act from your fi right in a way that doesn't conflict right and so i find that the especially the language that she used being in service of god where i think that's where her masculine te was coming through and how in terms of how she was moving through the world she was able to move through the world using her te in in that way because it was coming from god yeah uh, yeah that's actually a really good that's a really good point the way that she saw sort of i'll say the other or the tribe as very immovable right is sometimes she spoke of god sometimes she spoke of her mom you know like i i described that that uh sandwich or whatever the spiritual sandwich because <laughs> it it was like it, it did feel like the tribe was like this thing that sort of beat on her to get her straight you know what i mean and so yeah the tribe is the hammer the external world was the hammer that was going to straighten out her naturally more fluid FI, which, yeah, definitely. And yeah, and so it came as more of a demon to me. You know, like I have masculine TE yeah. as a savior. I never saw it as like a thing beating me into the right path, but she definitely had that. Yeah. Now, I mean, 
before we go too far, you know, I'm African American, there is an element of that talk sort of in a lot of African American churches, like there is kind of that language. And so she was speaking very much from that tradition too. that, you know, that's something to keep in mind. But she really seemed to own it as well. You know, it wasn't just sort of something she was parroting, having heard it, it was like, this is it seemed to be her true worldview, you know? Yes. It was very much, this is my truth. Yeah. Very much of like, she very often talked about how she is an instrument of God and she is just that God gave her these gifts and God gave her these talents Yeah, for her to use to then, well, inspire the tribe. Inspire the tribe. (laughs) Yeah. Build up the self so the tribe can be inspired. Absolutely. Except that it wasn't like the way that she saw it It wasn't her building herself up. It was God building herself up. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was a really interesting way that she reconciled that savior lead FI that's feminine with that masculine demon TE. TE. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it was really interesting. Animals? <laughs> we haven't talked about the animals. Yeah, you know, I I was just not super strong on her animals. The o- Like I said, I think the only thing to me that was like pretty clear was she wasn't blast last. You know, she was not blast last. Um, you had consumed sleep. And I mean, frankly, I could I could see that, you know, I, I wasn't um, I, I didn't see mm-hmm. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything strong to say that uh, she didn't have consume. I just sort of it just kind of fell out of the math for me. Yeah. 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 So where because you said you, you were pretty strong on consumed sleep. So where where were you seeing that? Yeah. So the sleep you and I kind of both agreed was savior. I saw definitely a very deep internal world. Of yes. Processing. Yeah. Like all the things nonstop. Yeah. I, I think one of the biggest things for consume over sleep uh, was when she talked about how I need to experience things before I can create, which you also mentioned earlier. That's a really good point. You saw that as like an example of organize, um, savior OI above savior OE. I saw it the other way around, which is interesting because we both noticed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think I think this is an area that is confusing, right? <laughs> because she was, it's like, which is in service to the other? And so it's hard to, sometimes it's just really hard to, to pick one you know what I mean like yeah. like she definitely she definitely respected the the need to go out and get the sensory but to me it felt like it was in service of the NI but I mean I think you say you do that too that you have the the respect of the um NI right B- but it's a yeah. a demon if you will yeah it's like I, I want to NI and I do NI because it's double activated but um, it's also the source of a lot of my fears without even realizing it. Right, right. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it a demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- uh, that's where I-, I was I was split. I had F-I-S-E also. <laughs> I, yeah. And I mean, yeah. she's she's fairly balanced there. Um, I also think I had her as consume um, above blast because she so kind of going off further off of that I need experiences before I can create it was also an element of like she talks about I think in that Africa video where she talks about the unplugged album Uh which you and I talked about right yeah earlier so miseducation was like phenomenal and a hit and then unplugged was very much like what's going on And, and I think it was in the Africa video she talks about how like unplugged was a little premature or like ahead of its time or something like that yeah and I think that's because she wasn't ready to blast about it like yeah. uh, she hadn't consumed slept on it enough to be able to share it with the tribe and so she that 
That's a great point. She kind of blasted it and then the tribe was like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's a great point. And she said that. Those are her words. Like she she said in that video that because I think what happened was the the person, this lady, this young lady said like I didn't you know I couldn't understand what you were doing like I couldn't understand what you were saying and and Lauren and sort of a mea culpa was like yeah you know I shouldn't have released it because I was still working through the stuff myself and so I should not have put that out there so to your point it's like she does that is showing that she's respecting her consumed sleep because she felt like I need to consume and sleep before I blast I should not have blasted that you know so yeah i could i could certainly see that that does make sense i hadn't i hadn't thought about it that way until right now (laughs) but when you say that like yeah yeah so in her head blast shouldn't be before consume even though it it got out there it was released it seemed like in her mind yeah she should consume sleep first yeah and i think that's one of the ways that um demon blast shows itself is that it becomes a very when the information isn't organized yet, um, it comes out as a very meandering word vomit. I'm just speaking without really conveying accurate content or being able to like control the tribe or like yeah. lead the tribe, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think Blast is very much a function that does that well. Yeah. 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 I could see that because um, when I've seen Demon Blast or even Blast Last, when those people do blast it can be kind of like it can be meandering if you haven't done the consume sleep first yeah. yeah like stream of thought yeah like when i see a wall of text that's a stream of thought without a, like it's a wall of text and there's not a single paragraph break yeah like anecdotally speaking in my mind that's usually like i wonder if they have demon blast because i bet they do yeah yeah because they haven't really done the oi you know they yeah. haven't really yeah. organized that whatever information yeah yeah, no, I could I could see that. I think we were pretty clear on her um on her modality. Yeah, man. Yeah. Punching mm-hmm. tribe. Mm-hmm. So much of that double masculine, which is like yeah, that, that video of her with the with the other guys and the discussion about uh, racism against white people or whatever that whole thing. Yeah. So much of that was like oh my god double masculine but also so much of that was like oh my god that's how my family talks i know yeah that's, <laughs> i was thinking that too that it was also like refreshing to watch somebody who has my modality because i think we've been, i've been watching a lot of folks that don't and so it was like oh great awesome i know right <laughs> like you're speaking me <laughs> i can yes yes i can relate to this <laughs> yes yeah. and yeah my whole family we all have masculine tribe and a good chunk of us are also double masculine. So the only no- way we know how to interact is like yelling at each other. And that's totally normal and acceptable. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 So, I, yeah, that was nice. I like that, too. <laughs> so and I, I think and that might be another reason why I I still do. Like, even despite, you know, sort of her current situation, if you will, I still have a lot of respect for Lauren and what she does and her talent. I mean, her talent is incredible like her voice it absolutely is her voice is incredible and so i'm still like in her corner i'm still rooting for her you know i i would like to see her do what she wants to do though that's the other aspect is like it may be that that's not what she wants to do maybe she doesn't want to go and and be a big performer and make all kinds of money and you know whatever like she had the miseducation we still all have that you can still listen to it today and i'm glad that she did it and if that's all that she wanted to do then i say more power to you girl go 
go do you, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, she she's given us some amazing content to the world, even even though right now maybe she's not on the same page as the tribe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, w- it would definitely be interesting to see what she continues to do because she's become more active in recent years than she used to be. Like, there's a good, like, decade with no interviews from her or very few. And now she's popping up more, doing more shows. So it'll be interesting to see where she takes her career. Yeah. It'd be good to follow and see. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Anything else you have or yeah well i mean we talked so much about lauren maybe a little a little bit of lauren said it's the misery of iniquity said it's the history of iniquity when it all all falls down telling you want to share what you saw you can do so on the objectively type subreddit there will be a link in the show notes and we'll also post our upcoming episode topics um so if you want to try and type along with us you can go ahead and give that a try too so thanks for listening to objectively typed with evelyn and versavia and so until next time bye